1: the bats Relentless, refusing to give up. All right, hit that horn, babe. Let's dance.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fantasy Flex podcast. I'm your host, Chris Raybon of the Action Network, and this is your fantasy preview for NFL Week 11. On today's show, we're going to discuss the Thursday night football slate, dive into the Week 11 main slate, and build some DFS lineups as well. Uh, here to break it down with me, one of the top fantasy rankers in the game, the odds maker, Sean Kerner. Sean, what's going on? What's
1: up? Uh, are you going to be joining me on Green Dot Daily again this Thursday to to critique <laughs> my handful of Thursday Night Football bets or no?
0: I don't know, actually. I got I to I look at the schedule. That was fun. I might have to get yeah. switched on to Thursdays. Yeah.
1: You don't actually uh, have to bet Thursday Night Football. I wouldn't do that to you, but at least critiquing my picks was awesome.
0: Yeah, that was funny. So, but uh the one the one I <laughs> the one out my favorite one, you said I, got you got like a bad beat on the uh It was
1: my favorite on one too. Yeah. Yeah, he had <laughs> uh he got credited for a tackle where he was just flying out of bounds and he happened to be near the ball carrier that went out of bounds. That shit happens. Uh and then he got he just got a clean tackle on the last play of the game. It was like they had to complete a pass fifteen yards downfield for him to get a tackle. Uh and that's exactly what happened. So that ended up being the only one I lost. But I, I agree with you. That, just amazing. That just didn't work out. The other three hit, of course, but uh, the Woods one, uh, unfortunately, did not. All
0: let right, right. Uh, we'll jump into the Thursday night football slate in a second. But I just want to remind uh, everyone that we do a contest where we pick the best uh, five-star rating and review each week. So if you haven't left one, please do. Uh, you can win if you don't have a... Action Pro Sub, you can win that. If you already do, you can take your choice of some swag from the Action Network store. Uh, This week's winner, Whiskey Buck. So thank you, Whiskey Buck. Please hit up podcasts at actionnetwork.com to claim your prize. Also a reminder, we also have the Action Network Discord server. For anyone who wants to join, uh, it's free. It's a lot of fun. Sean has been on there. Uh, giving fantasy advice, letting live bets with people. Uh, so go check that out, especially on uh, Thursday Night Football. Link in the episode description. Let's hop right into the Thursday Night Football game. We got the Bengals going to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. And the Ravens are favored by three and a half. The total is up 46. As we record this, Sean, where are you going in
1: the captain spot? Well, I, first, I must say this is a fantastic Thursday matchup. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So finally have a good game. Um, but, you know, the captain slot, uh, I'm going to have to go with Lamar Jackson here. Um, just he's the perfect type of guy to really use in the captain slot. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a pretty good matchup for Russian quarterbacks. The Bengals um, have given up the fourth most rushing yards per game to opposing quarterbacks now granted they have faced a good slate of rushing quarterbacks like Lamar already this year um, but the, just the fact that Lamar Jackson could run for a touchdown that just gives you some really good leverage from the captain slot and you could still you know pair him up with you know Rashad Bateman or Mark Andrews or Zay Flowers uh, and having Lamar in the captain slot makes a ton of sense so I, I like using him here although there are a handful of great options in this game.
0: Yeah, uh, I like uh, Mixon as well, but I'm going to go with Jamar Chase here. Um, uh, he is 11K, so 16.5 in the captain spot, but I think he's worth paying up for. You know, Baltimore is second in pass defense DVOA, but just 18th against number one receivers. You got T. Higgins likely to miss the game, so it uh, should be a high-volume uh, game for Chase, and now he's another few days removed from that back injury which he sustained in week number nine with a hard fall. So uh, like Chase in this one to have a high-volume game for a Bengals team that is an underdog. And Chase has been uh, quiet the last two weeks, so you know that's not going to sit well with him. Just 70 (laughs) yards combined the last two weeks. No touchdowns since week what is that? Five since the Arizona game when he had three. So he's Whoa. been he's due for some yeah he's due for some regression here. Uh, so yeah, like me some Jamar Chase and you know Higgins being out does make it a little easier to pay up. Uh, for for a guy like Chase, we're going for value.
1: Uh, I like Rashad Bateman here uh, as a good value play because you know last week Odell had the the bigger game. He had the touchdown. Uh, But Bateman was operating as the clear number two wide receiver. Uh, He had a 77% routes run rate. Um, So I think just given he had a bit of a quiet game, two catches for 25 yards, most people won't know that he was running so many routes. So uh, I love using him here. I think he's going to bounce back. And I think his, you know, his roster ship could be a bit lower than normal. I think we might see people gravitate towards Beckham. So it's, Excellent leverage against Beckham as well, so like I said I, I like using Lamar in the captain' slot and then pairing him up with a guy like Bateman uh in the you know my flex spots.
0: yeah, Bateman hasn't really popped off yet, but yeah, yeah his his uh snap rate has been increasing. I saw that so uh like him as well. Uh, I'm going with Keaton Mitchell, gotta go with Keaton Mitchell yes. this <laughs> week. you know last week, I was like, all right, I think he's probably still going to be kind of the, the Kyries might be a little limited. But now they've said, you know, hey, I don't know why we limited him so much. You know, we're just kind of still getting a a feel for what he can do. But uh, the coaching staff has said that they want to increase his touches heading into this game. And, you know, he's a big play waiting to happen. Popped off on a 39-yard touchdown run a week ago. Also had a long uh, reception of 32 yards. So 66 yards on just four touches. Uh, a week ago, 134 yards on 10 touches a week before that. He's got a touchdown in each of the last two weeks. So I think he should push for double-digit touches in this game. So uh, hopefully he can break another big play or maybe even two uh, if he sees his workload increase. So I uh, like Keaton Mitchell at uh, just 5,600.
1: Yeah, I love it. And Harbaugh said he he wants to get Mitchell – more involved this week and he's been dealing with that hamstring injury and he got through the game just fine it's a it's a short week but so far i haven't heard of any setbacks or anything so i think that hamstring injury really could have been the reason they didn't give him as big of a workload so going forward you know he could just have a huge huge game
0: all right we're going for doctor do you like dots. Ted? oh
1: they're okay, I'm more of a, you know, a cornhole man myself, yeah. There's a ton of dart throws on, in, in this game. I don't even know if we can consider him a dart throw <laughs> anymore, but it's Tanner Hudson. Um, He's like 2.5K right now, Um, and he, he's just had a massive two-game stretch. He has 10 catches. Uh, But I'd rather highlight a guy like him that I'm projecting for a handful of catches and some guy that I'm projecting for, like, 0.7. So, going with Hudson here, but he, he's, you know, seeing an insane target rate, 40% unlimited snaps. So, you know, we saw his routes run rate go up from like 25% to 35%. Um, So there's like way more room for growth. You know, he could jump up over 50% if they really want to go with him over, you know, Irv Smith or Drew Sample a bit more. Uh, plus, you know, with T Higgins out, they are looking for, you know, a bigger bodied guy to get some targets. So, there's a real chance that Hudson could see even more of a routes run rate, uh, maybe not as high of a target rate and keep this pace up at least. So, um, you know, I think his roster ship might be a bit high uh, for this game, but I, I don't really care at this price. I, I think he is worth it. And then maybe you can, you know, get crazy elsewhere. But uh, I, I love uh, taking Hudson on the slate. Yeah.
0: You know, when they signed him to the active roster, they were looking for a spark at, at the tight end position and Er Smith wasn't mm-hmm. really getting it done. Um, and he did, you know, Irv Smith did pop off early in that game a couple of weeks ago against Buffalo, but he really hasn't been heard from as much since, uh, whereas Hudson's been a lot more consistent part of this offense. So, yeah, I, I like Hudson as well. Uh, I'm going with Nelson Aguilar. He's 800 bucks on DK. <laughs> and I mean, that's, you know, this Raven receiving core. Every week, it's kind of tough to project their snaps after Zay Flowers. They've all been hovering around that 50% mark. And you know, last week, Aguilar 53% for the season. Aguilar 53%. So he's been on the field about half the time. Way too cheap for a, a guy that is going to be on the field, you know, 40 to 50, 40% to forty probably at worst. 50% uh, of the time on average. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, the Bengals do play a decent amount of man coverage. We'll see, you know, they have a different kind of plan against each hmm. each uh, each week. But if they do, you know, agor has been that, that guy that he's a man coverage beater. So uh, he can easily have, you know, a touchdown catch or a long catch at 800. That's really all you need is like one or two catches uh, if they're a big play. So I like him under under $1,000 here. Uh, <laughs> I think he's a steal uh, at 8K.
1: Yeah, for sure, at, the, at that price. And he's the kind of guy... It seems like whenever uh, you, you forget about him, that's when he does good. And th- the moment you think he's going to do good, that's when he goes back to sucking. So I could definitely get behind this. And I didn't realize, but uh, Beckham isn't practicing today. I guess he's he's dealing with like a knee injury or sore yep. knee. I don't know if that's his surgical repaired knee, but that's not good. So uh, if he's out, Aguilar would get a huge spike.
0: Yeah. Uh, Aguilar has been super quiet these last three games. Really yeah, three games. He had a touchdown uh, four weeks ago, but uh, he's just two yards over his last three games. So love buying low yeah, guys like that. Always the guys that, that tend to to pop when you least expect it. Uh, all right, let's jump to the main slate. Who do you like for stacks in Week
1: 11? So my first one, I just got to go with a, a mega Cardinals Texans' game stack uh, centering on, on the Cardinal side first, but just Kyler Murray pairing him up with um, you know McBride, I, I think that's a that's a solid start. Uh, and then instead of throwing in you know Hollywood Brown for my second uh, you know part of this stack, I'm going to use Michael Wilson. Um, you know I've talked about his upside uh, really this whole season, but now with Kyler back uh, and the Cardinals throwing a lot more. I mean, he he has a real shot of having just a blow-up game here uh, along with McBride. Uh, and then send it back with a guy like Tank Dell. Uh, I think you can get really creative with game stacks here. Uh, I know it might be popular because it is, you know, the highest total game of the week, but there's so much fancy goodness here. Uh, I, I got to go here. Um, and then for my other stack, uh, I'm going to go with Brian Robinson and the Commander's defense. Um, you know, the the Commanders have just been a very pass-heavy team this year under Eric Bieniemy, Um And Sam Howell leads the league in passing yards by over 100 yards. It's is crazy to believe. Uh, but this is a week where they might get to lean on the run a bit more. You know, they're 10-point favorites. They're facing Tommy DeVito uh, and the Giants here. So th- it's a great matchup for the defense. I know they just had a fire sale. They got rid of a couple of studs, but it's still a good spot. Um, so that you know the defense could get a score here, a bunch of sacks, and that could set up a you know heavy, run-heavy game for Brian Robinson, who's looked really good the past couple of weeks. So I, I like the idea of stacking those two, um, along with you know stacking this Cardinals Texans game as much as possible.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I like I like that as well. I like CJ Stroud. You know, paired with Tank Dell. He's you know, Stroud is getting up there in price, but uh the Houston receivers really aren't that pricey. You know, Tank Dell mm. uh is under six K, Noah Brown's forty-eight, uh Dalton Schultz is five K. Nico Collins is six sixty-seven, but he might not even uh, play. <laughs> we'll see if he does. So if not, I even think Woods would be sneaky uh, you know, as a as a stacking partner because with CJ Stroud, it's really, you know, he's not discriminating here. And Woods is only 3,700, so that's something to watch for uh, as well. also like Brock Purdy, Debo Samuel. Tampa Bay's playing the fourth most zone coverage. Debo's averaging 2.8 yards per route against zone, just one yard per route against man coverage this year. So uh, this is a Debo type of matchup here, and uh, he is just 6,300. Purdy just 5,800 on DK, so pretty affordable stack. And uh, Geno Smith, uh, I like him stacked with uh, DK or Tyra Lockett. Tyra Lockett's a little bit cheaper, so uh, probably the preferred one. Could also go Smith and Jigba, um, but his route participation rate took a little bit of a hit last week. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why, but it's kind of in that 70 to 75% range. But either way, I think Gino at under 6K uh, makes sense, stacked with you know Lockett or Metcalf and, and maybe even uh, Smith and Jigba too if you want to uh switch it up a little bit. Uh all right, where are you going for darts throws?
1: Y'all take your darts over here pretty seriously, huh? Yeah, so a quarterback, uh I like going with Aiden O'Connell uh at 4900 uh against the Dolphins. I know I said he's this year's Brock Purdy. Uh he was able to overtake Jimmy G as the starting quarterback when healthy, but he just hasn't been playing well. Uh so that prediction isn't looking too great. Only half of it's right. But like he is sort of a boom-bust quarterback. They they've been using him as a game manager, the past couple weeks and getting away with it. I mean, they've won both games, but he's more of like a younger Jameis Winston. He could absolutely chuck it downfield. He's going to make some boneheaded plays. He's going to take some horrible sacks. He's going to throw some horrible interceptions. But this is a spot where, like, they, they're going to have to tap into that against the Dolphins. You know, they could get down early, need to throw, need to be more aggressive. So this is actually a spot O'Connell might uh, blow up. Uh, so under 5K, uh, I could absolutely get behind him in GPPs. Not going to use him in cash or anything, but use him in GPPs and stack him with Devontae Adams or Jacoby Myers or even Michael Mayer. But uh right now he's too cheap. And this is a spot where he could actually blow up. Um At running back, it's always tough because they, they don't price the, the backup running backs too cheap. So I, I'm going to go Jerome Ford at 5,200. Um, you know, he, he really is the lead back for the Browns right now. He's looked pretty good recently so um, of all the backs in this range I think he's the best value Uh, and this could be a a more run heavy game script against the Steelers as favorites Um, you know last week was kind of crazy against the the Ravens it was a tougher matchup uh, and he still was able to thrive so I like his upside at this price Um, and then the the no-brainer play at wide receiver has got to be Michael Wilson 3,400 is way too cheap for him in what should be a shootout he just has massive massive upside with you know, Kyler Murray back in action. Uh, And then tight end, it's a guy that you've been high on this week, but I like him too at this price. It's Tyler Conklin at 2,900. You know, he's coming off two straight six catch games or more. Um, And, you know, Buffalo is not a horrible matchup for tight ends right now with Matt Milano and IR. They're just dealing with a ton of injuries on defense. So, you know, Zach Wilson should be able to target conklin whenever he wants but th- this is a week i think i'd rather spend up at tight end there's there's some decent options in that 4k range uh but tyler conklin's by far the best like cheap option
0: yeah i mean he's just been he's just been putting up deep like four four catch games 50 plus yards in over half his games i mean yep. that's you don't get that from any tight ends so yeah it's about time and buffalo is a bottom five defense in dvoa mm. against tight end so uh good matchup for Conklin. Uh, I like Will Levis at 5,200 at quarterback. Jacksonville giving up the third most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. So, you know, this is another one of these spots where, you know, Levis likes to throw it downfields. He's continuing to kind of get acclimated here. Quiet, uh, somewhat of a quiet last two weeks, but could always pop again uh, this week against Jacksonville, especially if Jacksonville can put up some points on Tennessee's defense. Uh, Running back. Chuba Hubbard's under 5K going against Dallas. He had a 16-6 carry edge, even though Miles Sanders and him kind of split passing down snaps. Uh, he's still getting the bulk of the the carries in that Carolina backfield. And, uh, you know, against Dallas, you got to try to run the ball against Dallas because you don't want mm-hmm. them just teeing off on Bryce Young. So <laughs> I do think you'll see some... Uh, you know, a, a good some good carry volume for Hubbard once again. Uh, Jalen Warren at fifty one hundred against Cleveland. You know, he's kind of taking over that starting role for for Najee, and uh, an interesting one I think with Michael Carter being cut from the Jets. That means Israel Abanikanda will probably be active for the first mm-hmm. time. And Dalvin Cook's already been falling out of favor. You know, Brees Hall is going to be the the workhorse, but Abanikanda kind of like a. Uh, a Keaton Mitchell type, I mean, he can bust off a big play yep. uh, with you know only you know a handful of touches. So he could be you know this next few weeks Keaton Mitchell, and he's at min price. So I think he's worth a flyer this week before you know before anyone else before he essentially has a chance to do anything, yeah. and, and other people kind of get wind of him. Uh, wide receiver Jalen Guyton, just thirty three hundred. He had an eighty five percent route participation rate last week in Green Bay's thirty first in DVOA against deep passes and that's what Guyton does I mean he's running the deep route almost every time he's almost never going underneath uh another interesting one Dontavian Wicks he's starting <laughs> to get more playing time for the Packers he's just 3,300 and you know last week three uh three catches 51 yards four for 49 a week before that playing just under 50 percent of the, the the pass snaps these days so and he's kind of cut into Jaden Reed's uh Uh, routes a little bit and snaps a little bit so uh, I think Wicks is a really interesting guy uh, that may start getting more playing time with Christian Watson struggling as well so um, you know he's a guy I kind of got my eye on here but uh, I think he's worth a a flyer and a tight end another Packer uh, Luke Mm -hmm. Musgrave is 3600 Chargers giving up the second most catches and the second most yards to the tight end position so this is a good spot for Musgrave uh, who's running around about seventy five percent of the time? So good, good underlying uh, usage and good, great matchup from us, great.
1: Yeah, yeah, Wix is definitely interesting. I think uh, Lafleur was like raving about him, so mm-hmm. he, his playing time could go up. Like he's maybe at the expense of Jaden Reed. I don't know; he's been playing solid too. But uh, if Reed, Dobbs, or Watson were to ever go down, you know, in game, Wicks is going to take over. Like he can line up anywhere. So yeah, he's he's definitely a good, like big, big GPP flyer. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and I mean, this is you know, Dobbs has been solid. Uh, yeah, but he's more of like a number two kind of guy. Um, I don't think he's like a true number one. So, and then Watson's been struggling so much that and who knows? The second half of the year, I mean, Don Saving Witz could emerge as the top receiver <laughs> for this Packer team. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't rule it out. You know, especially with uh, the way he's been trending. So, yeah, he's a guy to kind of invest in now. Okay, let's go and build a DK lineup. Uh, who had first pick last week? Was it Europe? All right, um, <laughs> i think it was I, oh yeah. yeah
1: i had first pick i went immediately okay. to trey mcbride
0: oh right right great right <laughs> yeah that that got you the win there uh right off the bat and i had uh, t
1: higgins too that was fun
0: yeah but the, yeah the mcbride because like anytime you get one of those single positions like that's kind of like yeah you get the best value there it's hard to beat uh all right so i'll start us off let's see let's go with Give me a uh, tanked out, 5,900.
1: Oh, I was, I was going to take him because, I yeah, he, he sticks out like a sore thumb right there. Always. still not They 6, need to yet. update his price. This is ridiculous. You can't keep getting away with this. Uh, I'm going to go Trey McBride then. Might as well. He's 4,400, which is roughly the same price as Cole Komet. And no offense to Cole Komet, but they're not even the same league right <laughs> now. So give me Trey McBride. Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, okay. Give me Purdy, at quarterback, 5,800. I love that price for him. Especially by healthy,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I'll take any one of those guys, but yeah, he was definitely standing out uh, just because he's the cheapest of those like mid-range guys. Um, I don't love doing this, but I'm going to go Tony Pollard at 6600. I think he's just a little too cheap. I know he's been disappointing uh, all season and last week specifically, but uh, the, the underlying usage is there, and it's an easy matchup. So maybe he uh, breaks out here.
0: All right. Uh, I am going to take my favorite cheap defense before. I don't, I don't know if you would take this one, uh, but cause it's a pretty, it's kind of against the grain a little bit, but I'm gonna go Jets. Uh, oh. At the Bills, I mentioned on the other pod, oh. how, how much success the Jets have had against Josh Allen in the last three matchups. They've held him to 252 total yards and uh, six turnovers compared to four touchdowns. So, uh, you know, even though they're on the road, uh, you know, new offense, of course. I, I just think that the Bills are a little bit out of sorts. Uh, Josh Allen, a little turnover prone here. So uh, I think he leads the league in turnover since he joined the league and like every year since. So, yeah, let's go, <laughs> let's go Jets at 2,600 because uh, defense, you know, it's one of those positions where if you can help it, try not to spend yeah. up. So, yeah, go Jets.
1: Definitely a sneaky play. Um, yeah, I, I had two defenses circle. I thought you were going to take one of them, and I was fine with the other. But Jets is uh, – Definitely a sneaky play. Um, all right, uh, I guess I'll hold off on defense for now. Then I'm gonna go with a receiver. I'm gonna go with uh, Garrett Wilson at 6,400. Uh, they're starting to throw it to him underneath more, like high percentage routes, uh, which could hurt his yards, but he could rack up more catches. So I think on a full PPR site like DK, he's probably a little bit more valuable right now.
0: Yeah, he's there. He's him and Con- it's him and Conklin. That's the old. That's the that's that old pass offense.
1: Lazard isn't doing shit. So,
0: yeah. I mean, he, I could, I, I could see him getting benched uh, next yeah. game. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Malik Taylor yeah. or somebody like that Brownlee maybe gets a shot.
1: Yeah. I would love for him to get a shot. Just like Banacanda, like, uh, he was really good in preseason and training camp. Like, I think he does have some upside at least. All right. See.
0: Go Jerome Ford at running back. Yeah. Nice. Uh, a 131 yards on 20 touches in that first meeting against. Pittsburgh, and he's starting to take control of that backfield again uh, and separate himself from Hunt uh, in terms of getting the most passing down work and so the most carries, uh, as yep. well 17 carries last week. So let's go with him. He's just 5,200 home favorite against the Steelers.
1: Yep, love him in that range. Although after you told me uh, the Tomlin-Jalen Warren quotes, I'm going to have to bump his projection up. But th- those two in that low 5K range look like obvious yeah. plays this week. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Michael Wilson at 3,400, um, more of a GPP play, but I think at this price, like more of a cash game play can make sense. Like I said, he, he has caught three or more balls in four straight games. Um, so not, not a true cash game play though, but I I like him at this price going with him here.
0: All right. Go Christian Kirk, 6k. Uh, he's been beasting. Uh, looks like Zay Jones is. I don't know if he's going to play now even <sighs> if he's healthy cuz he's got a uh some legal issue some legal trouble.
1: Oh uh, really? Ta- oh I miss I must have missed something.
0: Oh yeah, didn't didn't sound great. Uh the domestic oh, no. domestic charge. I mean, we don't it's just a so we don't, we don't not rush any conclusions but uh yeah that not looking like uh anything's going to change with this top of this Jaguars uh you know pecking order but Christian yeah. Kirk 6k I think great price for him. He's had uh double digit PPR games from week every week since week 2 except one. Yep. Uh so yeah, let's go with Kirk here.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to I saved a lot of cash by taking Michael Wilson at 3400. So I'm going to spend up and get Tyreek Hill at uh 9300. Um you know, the Dolphins are huge favorites here, but like I said, A. O'Connell might surprise people this week. If he is forced to air it out, this could end up being more of a shootout than people think. So either way, Tyreek Hill's going to have a good game. So I I just like getting him at uh, ninety three
0: hundred here. I'll pay up a running back. Then I'll go Eckler at eighty six hundred. Mm-hmm. Three straight twenty point games, and like you said, a lot of those mid range running backs are kind of iffy this week. So we'll go Eckler at eighty six hundred against that shaky Packer run D.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Both both Steelers backs finished what top ten last week um, yeah. against the Packers. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a bit of a gamble here and go Devin Singletary at fifty three hundred. Uh, I'm projecting him as showing some value here, even with Damian Pierce returning. Uh, And I don't even know if that's a guarantee right now. I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard any positive news with Pierce. So, you know, the the Texans are, you know, four point favorites could be a run heavy game script. We've been talking about the, you know, the the passing attack and Stroud, but Singletary had, what, 30 carries for 150 yards last week, too. I mean, this offense is ridiculous. So I, I like investing in it through Singletary. And if Pierce ends up sitting out again, I mean, he's going to be a huge value at this price.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, even if Pierce comes back, I think Singletary is going to be the the number one. He was kind of trending that way before Pierce went uh,
1: down anyway. At least a 50, 50 split. Uh, I mean, this isn't exactly Chuba Hubbard and Miles Sanders flipping here, but uh, it's certainly getting there.
0: All right. So I got 5,300 average for wide receiver, tight end and flex. I'll go Luke Musgrave against that bad Charger defense against there Titans, thirty six hundred. So that leaves me sixty one fifty for a wide receiver and a flex average.
1: All right, well I'm gonna just lock in my defense here. Um, I was de- I was debating between uh, the Dolphins, uh, who like Aiden O'Connell could have a really good game. Uh, he could also throw a couple pick sixes and take a bunch of sacks. So I think I think the Dolphins defense is certainly in play this week at thirty two hundred. But I'm going to go with the Commanders at 3,600 uh, going up against Tommy DeVito. I just got to pick on this team one more time at least. Um, yeah, so I think they're right now they're my top-ranked defense, so I got to go with them.
0: Oh, DeVito. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, yeah oh, man. It, Andrew Thomas had that scary leg injury. He came back in, thank God. But I thought he was you know, out for the season, and uh, Thibodeau got a concussion. The Giants just cannot catch a break this year. Yeah, it's nuts. It's, and Hyatt, I mean, it, Hyatt got hurt too.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's sucks. it's bad. It's bad.
1: It's bad. Yeah, my condolences to. Uh, I can't believe you're a Giants fan, but my condolences.
0: Yeah, it's I'm numb at this point. Like it's the season. <laughs> you could tell the season was downhill like two months ago. Really, I mean, when they went could, down twenty-eight nothing to Arizona, I was like, all right, this this team ain't shit.
1: Could get the uh, first <laughs> overall
0: pick though. Exactly. <laughs> uh all right I'm gonna go let's go Terry Terry McLaurin coming off a bad game he's uh he had thir- just 33 yards against Seattle but uh before that he had 63 or more on five catchers or more in each of the last four so he's only 5,800 we'll go with him mm-hmm. against the g-men
1: might have to have a big first half
0: um, I mean, the, the Commanders are like the past <laughs> every team in the league, though. So you know they don't—they yeah, don't really take their foot off the gas. I mean, look at what Dallas did against the Giants Yeah, South that's teams. true. Dak what, 40 fancy yeah.
1: points. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So it's—I think—I think it'll be all right.
1: Uh, well, since I already have Michael Wilson and Trey McBride, I'll just go with Kyler at quarterback. Uh, 6100. So I have 4900 left over for my flex.
0: All right, I have. Sixty five hundred left over from mine.
1: Plenty of options at that
0: price. Yeah, I got. I could go Montgomery. Oh, Revenge Game, Montgomery. Oh, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, Tyreek Rocket
0: one. <laughs> got Kittle, Brees, Halls. But the, the thing is, I have Brees Hall ranked so much higher. But eesh, yes, I don't. There is some uncertainty there. Uh, let's see. Can even go Derrick Henry. I mean, I don't think it, his price
1: has been this low. Oh, oh yeah, sixty three hundred. Ooh, the Jaguars uh, and. Early tough winter, D- yeah. No, tough I know. Now, now they're good, but usually he does good against the Jaguars.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, because they've had a good run defense <laughs> for what like a year, a couple of years oh. now. Let's let's see if he's let's see how good he's done over his last few years. Them and the Texans, he always goes off. Let's see. Well, oh, yeah, he had a hundred yard games in both against the Jags last year.
1: I think he had hundred uh, yard games against everybody last year. <laughs> yeah, every yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of options. Let's see. So yeah, I could go him. Uh Debo's here. I'm not gonna go Cooper because I already got Ford. Hopkins is mm. sixty one hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Montgomery. Revenge game. I, I think nice. he could see I think they'll feed him a, a few more carries than they would than they did last week, uh, even with Gibbs back. Um so yeah, I'm gonna go Montgomery here. Should be uh, one of those positive game scripts where you could see like twenty plus carries.
1: Yeah, Gibbs. I mean, Gibbs had what, two one yard touchdown runs or something yep. like that. Like yep. yeah. But I think they give those to Montgomery this
0: week. I, I mean, come on. And like, he was the one against that had the seventy five yard
1: touch. Yeah, yep, yeah, that yep, is yep. true.
0: Yeah, against Chicago, they, they gotta give it to Montgomery. They have to like, it the, go. You know it. Yeah. So that could flip you. Yeah. Easy.
1: Um so I have forty nine hundred. Uh I thought I had a clear option here. I was so at running back, it's Chuba Hubbard. At wide receiver, it's Christian Watson at 4,600. I mean, this could be a game against Chargers where he has a couple of big plays. If this was a GPP team, I think I'd go with Watson here. But then I saw tight end. There's so many options under 4,900 that I have actually projected higher than Watson or Hubbard. So I'm going with Dalton Kincaid. So I'm taking two tight ends here (laughs) uh, and I have used my entire balance.
0: Yeah, me too. So uh, what do you got? Uh, Recap. Let's
1: recap. uh, So quarterback, Kyler Murray, running backs. I went with Tony Pollard and Devin Singletary wide receiver. I went with Garrett Wilson. Oh, Garrett Wilson, Michael Wilson, uh, and then Tyree kill. Um, And then I actually doubled up at tight end. So tight end. I took Trey McBride and my flex. I went with Dalton Dalton Kincaid. Uh, And then for my defense, I went with the commanders at 3,600 going up against Tommy DeVito and the New York Giants.
0: I got uh, Purdy at quarterback, 5,800 against Tampa. Running backs, Eckler, 8,600 at Green Bay. And Jerome Ford, 5,200 against Pittsburgh. Wide receivers, Tank Dell, 5,900 against Arizona. Christian Kirk, 6K against Tennessee. Terry McLaurin, 5,800 against the Giants. Tight end, Luke Musgrave, 3,600 against the Chargers. And... David Montgomery in the Flex, 6,500 against the Bears with the Jets defense at 2,600 at Buffalo. All right, that is going to wrap it up for our NFL fantasy preview episode of the Fantasy Flex. Be sure to check out our player projections episode over on the action network podcast channel if you haven't already and we'll have the night shift episode this friday where we break down the sunday and monday night dfs slates you can check out actionnetwork.com for all of our nfl fantasy betting content fantasywebs.com for our dfs tools and models don't forget to join the action network discord server the link is in the episode description sean is on x at the underscore oddsmaker. i'm at chris raybon and we're at those same handles on a free award-winning action network app until next time let's get this money